1: Thanks so much for being here today. I really and truly appreciate it. And as you know, Senior Care Live is all about information, education, and resources for those of us caring for an elderly loved one. A lot of us are looking after or providing direct hands-on care for our aging parents. Uh, many people take care of their grandparents. You may be caring for your spouse. It could be any elderly loved one. And if you are doing that, thank you for the wonderful work that you are, are doing and, and the care that you're Providing. Uh, it's, I understand that and I really appreciate it, and a lot of other people appreciate you as well. All right, so as always, if you have a question, about how we can help you. If we can answer a question, direct you to uh, maybe give you a referral to a provider, whatever you need, you can always call us at our toll free number one eight hundred three three one six four four five. 331 6445 Again, one eight hundred three three one six four four five. 331 6445 And also don't forget, check out the website, Senior Care Live, L-I-V-E, SeniorCareLive.com. And if you do visit the website, uh, I'd like to ask you a favor. Let's connect socially. Uh, we do a lot of communication uh via social networking like Facebook and Twitter, et cetera. So uh did I just say Twitter, Mark? <laughs> that you you tweet on the Twitter. So anyway, there you go. So if you don't like Twitter, just go to Facebook. Or both, that's fine. So anyway, the the the, the whole point I'm I'm a little slap happy this morning. So anyway, the whole point is connect socially. How about that? one eight hundred three three one six. Four, four, five.
0: And now, myth
1: <laughs> versus fact. All right, right out of the gate. Man, I, I'm hearing this so much. <laughs> We're going to set the record straight a little bit here today, uh, at least in the first two segments, and then we will set the record straight in a different subject matter uh, in the last two. But here's the myth. To qualify for Medicaid, I have to give up everything I have, including my house. That—that That is the myth. I can't even tell you how often I hear that out there. Well, you know, we're going to have to give up the house. Or they told mom, you know, she's going to have to sign the house over. Well, no, that is a myth. That is a myth. As you know, Senior Care Live is all about a safe place to provide accurate and reliable information that you can count on. So here's part of that. Here is the fact. The fact is that that's just simply absolutely 100% not true. You don't have to give up everything you have, including your house, to qualify for Medicaid. Just not true. So there are several exempt assets that do not have to be sold or disposed of, including your house, everything you own in your house, one vehicle. Uh, even a prepaid funeral plan is considered an exempt asset. Hey, in some place in some cases, okay, and this is state-dependent, state, state uh, statutes and rules are different, but in some cases, the individual retirement accounts are also exempt, as well as some businesses, investment properties, and working farms. So so it's just not true. The, the, the myth of, I'll have to give up everything I have, including my house or sign over house, that's just not true, and that... Is a fact. For more information about the facts, stay tuned to this program or contact Senior Care Consulting at 913 945 2800 or visit
0: seniorcareconsulting.com.
1: All right so senior care consulting we we always sit down and we go through uh, just a, a wealth of information and part of that information many times not always but many times includes a discussion about Medicaid and if we think that there's a chance that we might outlive their assets or or we may need to do a division of assets because we have a, a spousal situation where one is independent in their home and the other needs nursing home care we talk about Medicaid a lot and I always custom uh, custom That discussion to their exact situation. So, you know, I just I simply can't tell you how many times I've heard this. Well, they said that mom has to sign over the house to to the nursing home to get dad into the nursing home and qualify for Medicaid. And, you know, I think if I hear that one more time, I, I may pull my hair out. Uh, or, or I, I might even, I don't know what, but I just, it, it just drives me wild because that is just simply not true. You do not have to sign over your house to the nursing home to get your loved one on Medicaid. It's one, it's just not true. Okay. And if you're being told to do this, you need to realize instantly you just got some really bad and inaccurate information. They don't know what they're talking about. Right so you need to seek a reliable source of information uh, because they just they just don't know what they're talking about and it's it's kind of stunning how many people out there talk as though they are an authority on the subject matter and they are very convicted and they'll tell you exactly what it is but but yet it's it's absolutely not true so just be careful about where you get your information and your guidance so and if you think about it just think about this for about 2 seconds do you think the nursing home really wants your house? Is the nursing home in the business to provide care or to own your house and other people's houses, right? And, and replace the roofs and, and fix the, uh, the HVAC systems. No, they don't want anything to do with that. And, and by the way, you can't sign it over to them because your house is exempt, <laughs> right? So, so let's just dispose of that myth once and for all. Now Medicaid looks at your assets and they classify your assets into two categories, and that would be countable assets and exempt assets. And an exempt asset does it does not have to be spent or sold or disposed of or transferred, et cetera. It is exempt from the the spend down to qualify for Medicaid. So your exempt assets include your house, all of the stuff in your house, one vehicle yes a prepaid funeral plan and in some cases uh in this is a little bit of review of just what i talked about but in some cases an individual retirement account so an ira 401k etc uh and that would be of the community spouse some business properties that are you know generating rental income et cetera, and a working farm that's right a working farm not a farm that you you rent you have to live there. You actually actually have to participate in it. And if so, yeah, there are some specific rules around that. But in both states, working farm exempt. Right now, there are some differences in the law between Kansas and Missouri. And one's not better than the other. They're just different. So you must have an expert that deals with this 24 hours a day, every single day, that, that can advise you on these very, very, sometimes very complex matters. Right. So countable assets are mainly your liquid assets. And that's, we're talking about checking, savings, money market, mutual funds, CDs, other investments. It may include your IRAs and 401ks and other individual retirement accounts. Uh, but, you know, so here's a good example of the difference between our states. So these uh, individual retirement accounts are countable for the person requiring a nursing home in Kansas. But the spouse's accounts are exempt in Kansas. Okay. They are accountable for both spouses in Missouri. So you can see that this can make just a huge difference when planning for a move to a nursing home. So here's an example. Uh well no, let me let me give you an example in a minute. Let me explain one other thing and then I'm gonna give you an example maybe after the break here, but uh let me explain the division of assets because that, that'll tie all of this together. So when you have a couple and you have one spouse needing nursing home care, then the other spouse will remain, you know, independent living at home. The law allows for you to divide your assets. So you would divide your liquid assets and all liquid assets that I just mentioned in half. So half on his side of the ledger and half on, on, on her side of the ledger. And then say if he, if, if the mister needs the nursing home care on his side of the ledger, he spends that down on his care and other things for him down to 2000 in Kansas, $999 in Missouri. And then he now qualifies And this way. Uh, his wife doesn't have to spend everything they own between the two of them on the high cost of his care and then become impoverished due to the high cost of his care. So it's the law allows this. And uh, and unfortunately, a lot of people don't know that you can do this and they spend money unnecessarily. So here is an example. I think I can get this uh, through this before the end of the break and then we'll continue after that. But uh, and this one is a very dramatic difference in the laws of Kansas between Kansas and Missouri. So I worked with the lady in Raytown. She had just retired. She had a four hundred one k worth about two hundred fifty thousand, and her husband needed nursing home care. But in Missouri, her IRA is not exempt. It would have to be divided in half, right in that in that division of assets, and that's going to cost her one hundred twenty five thousand dollars. So if we place her husband in Kansas. Then the Kansas rules apply because that's where he's living, even though they still have a house in Missouri. So in Kansas, the spouse's IRA and 401k are fully exempt from the spend down. So by choosing a Kansas based nursing home, even though she still lives in Missouri, she saved $125,000 and she said, I'm no spring chicken, but I'm willing to drive a little further and out of my way to save $125,000. I need that money uh, to to remain independent and pay my bills. So after the break, I'm going to go into some other examples of uh, some bad information and how I've been able to correct that and save people tons and tons of money with my firm, Senior Care Consulting. But first, the Senior Care Life question of the week. How many licensed senior care communities are there in Cass County, Missouri? A, 15, B, 25, C, 35, D, 45. The answer right after the break. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, one 331 6445 I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information about the program and how we can help you and your family, call our toll free number anytime, 1-800-331-6445. Again, 1-800-331-6445. And don't forget, this program can stream live to any electronic device. Simply go to seniorcarelive.com, click on the listen live button, you can't miss it, and it'll stream straight to your phone, tablet, laptop, Whatever you have, it's that simple, and lots and lots of people all over the country actually do that, and locally, too, for that matter. So back to the Senior Care Live question of the week. We've been on a little bit of a roll, so we're just rolling through some of the counties here. How many licensed senior care communities are there in Cass County, Missouri? And this would include skilled nursing facilities, assisted living facilities, and residential care facilities. So here are the choices, A, 15, B, 25, C 35 and D 45. And the answer is A 15. So we have 15 licensed senior care communities. It is a combination of skilled nursing facilities, assisted living and residential care facilities in CAS. County, Missouri. How about that? And you know what? We're we're kind of we've done Johnson and Jackson, uh, Johnson County, Kansas; Jackson County, Missouri. uh We've talked about now Cass County, and uh, I think we talked about Clay. But uh here's the bottom line: if you add all of that up, and then by the way, if you add in independent living options, and oh by the way, senior apartment options, fifty-five plus, you're talking about hundreds. I'm talking hundreds of options to choose from. No wonder it's so overwhelming and no wonder why so many people call Senior Care Consulting to help them get that right and make the best choice. So, uh, and let me just go back and say in the first, in the first segment, I talked about dividing the assets that is with a married couple. Uh, And uh, here's another example with a married couple uh, of one of my clients uh, receiving just really, really bad information. I'm just going to touch on this and we'll move on. But I had a client in a very, very similar situation that I just discussed. So the the wife's living at home. The husband needs nursing home care. They own their home in Missouri. They live there for years. And uh, as an asset protection strategy, and I'm going to tell you why this is important to protect assets here in a minute. Okay. But as, as a strategy, we chose a Kansas based nursing home uh, so that uh, the community spouse in Missouri could protect some of her assets. The Kansas rules apply. So then my, my client calls, um right after we we toured and everything we had everything set up and she was very confused she said well i was told by a staff person at the nursing home that uh, that she was not allowed to move her husband to kansas because they still owned a house in missouri and you can't do that and receive kansas medicaid and of course, I just about went nuts. I'm like, no, 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 no. This is absolutely not accurate or true at all. That person doesn't know what they're talking about. And unfortunately, there's just tons of bad advice out there. Uh, but you can most definitely do this. It's perfectly allowable under the law. This, this staff person just literally, they, they don't know what they're talking about. So. Then they called me, and then I told them, and then they still didn't know. I'm going to have to call our corporate attorneys. Well, their corporate attorneys didn't understand that either uh and so they were confused so i referred her to a local elder law attorney uh and for clarification and i still don't think she believed it so she (laughs) she was convinced that this just wasn't allowed uh but guess what it is allowed it's a legal and very common asset protection strategy so it's just it's just crazy so let me tell you very briefly why it's so important Uh, to, uh, protect your uh, strategy, excuse me, to protect your assets and have a strategy to do that. So what happens to your income if you have to go to a nursing home? Well, you take the person going to the nursing home, you take your monthly income, deduct enough to pay for your health insurance, like your Medicare supplement insurance in Part D. Then you get to keep $62 a month in Kansas, right? And $50 a month in Missouri. Don't spend it all in one place, right? And then Whatever you have left goes to the nursing home essentially as your copay. Uh, they call it the, uh, uh the patient liability. And I, it's just, it's your copay. It's, it's your contribution every month to the cost of your care. Whether it's 200 left over or 2000, just whatever you have left over after your, after your health insurance cost and your 62 or 50 bucks goes to the nursing home. Medicaid pays them the difference. And then the nursing home also agrees to accept less than their billed amount and they write off the difference. So they even have a contribution to this model. So this is what happens with your income every month, and this is why it's so important to have an asset protection strategy uh, so that the community spouse can remain independent at home because they just lost this lady just lost her husband's income and she still has taxes, upkeep, uh insurance, I mean all of the cost and in and to live independently. So that's why it's so important to have an asset protection strategy. Ladies and
0: gentlemen, your attention please. This is a consumer alert. Consumer alert.
1: All right. Kansas Medicaid is still backed up. I mean, it's backed way up, and this is causing some significant ripple effects throughout the entire state of Kansas. Okay. So the short story is Kansas changed the way that they process Medicaid applications. They went to this clearinghouse and it was supposed to make everything smooth and very efficient. But the, the, the problem with that is they weren't really set up and ready to do this yet. But so they pulled the trigger a little bit early. This has caused a massive backlog of Medicaid applications that have still not been approved. I think you know, they'll be they'll get approved, but it's just they're just sitting there. Some of these applications are sitting still back from last year in 2015, eight, nine, ten months old. So here's what that causes. So if you go into a nursing home, let's say you can pay two months privately, and then I'm just making up a scenario, and then you qualify for Medicaid. Well, then, what happens in the nursing home is they get your patient liability or what I call the copay every month from that third month moving forward, and then Medicaid will pay them the difference, although Medicaid is not paying the difference right now in Kansas because there's this horrible backlog, so there the nursing home is carrying. That you know several thousand dollars per month as a receivable account, receivable, and eventually they will be paid and made whole by the state of Kansas and paid retroactively. But right now, there are some nursing homes in our area on the Kansas side carrying over a million dollars in accounts receivable. So I had someone the other day ask me, or, or. or Well, yeah, they asked the question. They said, well, we heard that the family has to keep paying for that eight or nine or ten months until Medicaid pays. And then at that point, Medicaid will reimburse the nursing home and then the family will be reimbursed. And I'm like, no, 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 no. That's not the case. If the nursing home agrees to accept Medicaid, the family is not obligated to to cover that cash flow or that shortfall. The nursing home is obligated to accept that as an accounts receivable. And so the family does not have to pay that difference while they're waiting for Medicaid to approve the application. So hopefully that helps. And I'll tell you what, another part of the ripple effect is you have a lot of facilities right now on the Kansas side saying, we can't take anyone on Medicaid until this is resolved or we're, we are requiring you to pay 12 months privately before this is resolved. So it's causing lots of problems in the state of Kansas. So be aware.
0: Proceed with caution. This has been a consumer alert brought to you by senior care live.
1: All right. So the first two segments, obviously, we've talked a whole lot about Medicaid, and we had a myth versus fact and a consumer alert. And right after the break, hang tight. We have a special guest. It's going to be very interesting information. Don't go away. We'll be right back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll-free, 1-800-331-6445 Operators are standing by 1-800-331-6445 I'll be right back Come back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information about the program and how we can help you and your family, call our toll-free number anytime, 1-800-331-6445. We have operators always standing by, so you could literally call in the middle of the night, and we will answer the phone, 1-800-331-6445. And don't forget... If you ever miss a broadcast and you want to go back and listen to it after the fact or share the information with a friend or family, after the fact, go to SeniorCareLive.com, click on the podcast Tab, And we have all of the previously aired episodes right there at your convenience. Click it and boom, it's streaming straight to you and you can listen to them after the fact. It is really that simple. All right, now on to my special guest today, Mr. Ryan Gamble with the Gamble Team. Ryan and his wife, Tanya, are highly specialized real estate agents and realtors specializing in helping seniors and their family downsize... Sell the home and there' just there. There's a lot more to it than just selling, like selling my house, right? And so, Ryan, welcome to the program. Hey, Steve, thanks for having me and, and,
0: uh, <laughs> really appreciate being on the show again. Absolutely. And, uh, really enjoyed your first couple segments. And, uh, it's, uh, you know, every time I listen to your show, uh, it, it never fails to, uh, for you to bring out points that, uh, aware the can, you know, the, the general public just is, given misinformation or not understanding. And I think the thing that is that is really just overwhelming are the number of uh, senior community choices that are out there. Yeah. And uh, that's where your services come in and where I think you add a tremendous value uh, to your clients in helping them find the right place that meets their needs. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And, it's I mean, it's overwhelming. I mean, the, the first time I did one of those uh, senior care minutes at Jackson County, um, Missouri, has 89 licensed senior care communities. And then Johnson County, Kansas, the next month, you just flip that 98. Uh, and you start adding up the all the licensed communities in, you know, the, the kind of the Kansas City metro area, the MSA and kind of extend it a little bit because we're pretty spread out here. Uh, and then you add in all the independent living choices and then all the senior, uh, like apartments, right? And, and we're hundreds, hundreds. It's overwhelming.
0: Well, you know, it's very, very, uh, very similar to, uh, you know, purchasing a home. There are so many choices in the marketplace and, you know, having a professional help you, uh, identify the, uh, the best place that meets your needs. Um, that's really important, you know, and, uh, so thank you for the things you do for your your folks. Thank you. Thank you. And I appreciate the opportunity to be here to chat a little bit about, uh, Well, what our event was like on Wednesday, and I think
1: you'll lead into that
0: here. It was a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, yeah, it it was. And for everyone uh, who attended, thank you so much, and uh, we look forward to having you back uh, at our November event. So listen up uh, to future uh, episodes of Senior Care Live will give you kind of a save the date and a heads up on that. Uh it's gonna be really, really good and that one will be focused on Alzheimer's. But this one was called Hindsight is Twenty Twenty. So we have Mr and Mrs. C and they and they live together and and he has some issues and Mrs. C provides a lot of care and just kind of the, some of the activities of daily living kind of things. They hired out like the lawn service and a few things. Uh and then and, and he's needing more and more care and then she comes down with a, a cancer diagnosis. She has to have surgery and now Nothing's getting done because she was the caregiver, so now they both need a little bit of help and and so we we took uh, our uh, attendees uh, everyone in attendance through that journey but then what if you could rewind and then have professionals help you at some key points in that journey and so ryan uh you, uh, you came in at the point where Mr. C passed away and uh Mrs. C made it through her diagnosis and and came through her surgery. She didn't want to live in the house by herself any longer and wanted to move to a senior care community so I helped her do that and then and then you and Tanya came in and then talked about you know how you would handle you know the house and and I'll just kind of turn it over to you from there yeah i'd be i'd be happy
0: to, to talk a little bit about that and you know one of the things that i you know i think uh as, as I, you know, I share with the audience that you know typically uh if you're going to be considering a house liquidation with a transitional move for, for yourself and or your, your, your loved ones that, you know, oftentimes I guess for really most real estate agents you would bring in uh, at the end of the process. And um, in the case of my wife and I, uh, we are, have some specialization and, and frankly add a tremendous value for the family and your loved one up front in the process, way before you're ready to uh, uh, consider liquidation, and potentially move. And I want to just kind of touch on a lot of that um, here briefly. Um, we we have a, a certification. Uh, we're certified senior housing professionals. There's you know less than 200 people in in the in the world that have this certification. Uh, and you and, and Tanya and are we, two. We, we're two of them, <laughs> right? Yeah. And. You know, so we go through this this training and, and awareness, and you know, we've toured communities for seniors, uh, not only in Kansas City, but around the country. And you know, so I've been through a lot of the ones that you're referring to, yeah. and one size does not fit all. Absolutely, uh, trying to narrow that down, but one, it's a little side note, but you know, when we come out on an appointment, you know, we're we're looking, we're we're doing you know, really a couple of different things. One, we're observing, uh, we're listening. And we're doing a lot of fact finding. Uh, it's not a lot of discussion about actually selling the house. We need to really look at a number of factors uh, before we even even consider that as an option for the senior, uh, particularly if they're still living there. So you know we're looking at the home in its current condition, the home in its future condition, but really, most importantly, we're looking at the circumstances that are occurring in that house. Um, are are the seniors uh safe are they in a, are they in a situation physically where they can maneuver through the home are they in a in a uh, uh a state where they are able to make the decisions and um you know those are all kind of things that we're kind of looking at
1: that that's a big one because uh a lot of times you know stress um is very harmful to everyone if you're older and you're stress you're stressed and there may be some cognitive impairment that's when that that's the part that really scares me maybe the most because there's so many people who could and and do take advantage of a person in that situation and uh, and that that's the real scary part to me
0: well, it, it is. And, um, you know, I'm not saying that, that my wife and I diagnose somebody that has sure, sure. dementia or something of yeah. that nature. But those I, are the things I we're trying trust. to assess and yeah. bring in the right folks. If we get in a situation where, uh, somebody appears not to be in, in, in the, the, the frame of mind they need to be in. And, um, here we're looking at, you know, what do they have in the house? What's it really going to take to transition somebody? You know, are they, uh, do they have a house full of, of, of items for, that they've accumulated for 50 years or if hey, you know, cleaned a lot of those things out and they, you know, don't have as much. Those are all kind of important assessments that we're looking at. Uh, we're also listening a lot. We're trying to understand, um, uh, we're trying to understand their wants. We want to know what their needs are and really what their wishes are and, And we want to make sure that the senior is in control and making all the decisions. Now, recognize that if somebody's in a, in a situation where they're not capable of doing so, either ordered by the court or diagnosed that they can't, you know, that's a different, you know, different scenario there. But it's really, really important knowing that the senior is the decision maker. They will remain in control. And then we also want to understand their legacy. You know, how do how do they want to be rem- remembered? How does the home and all those memories tie into that? And those are things that we spend time listening and talking about and um, getting to know the senior quite well.
1: Okay, so you're going down this road, and this is very thoughtful and, and it's genuine. I, I've i referred clients to you. I know that you do a phenomenal job, and Tanya does a phenomenal job, 100% totally trustworthy. Uh, that's just a given, but... I think you've just described something—a very different approach from not all realtors. But I know a lot of realtors just come in, boom. I'm, I want to sell your house, and they—they they just ignore all this other stuff.
0: Well, I, I'm probably not even coming in with a listing contract. I'm probably, you know, I might come in with some, you know, good idea of what I think the values are and all that. Don't get me wrong, but that's not the point of the first conversation. This is not a typical. Uh, real estate listing appointment. Yep. This is, this is about people. It's about their lives. It's about the changes they're undergoing. It's about being aware of what, what dynamics and what challenges and stresses are involved. Then we get down to the point of, you know, being a resource there and, and I, I kind of get into, uh, looking at, you know, what, what, what would our role be? Okay. When we come in, we may be, we may be a realtor. okay? That may be our role, and ultimately we come in and we put the house on the market and sell, and then that happens. Um, we also may be the hub, and what I mean by that is it may not be time for a real estate transaction to occur. It may be a time to identify resources that need to be part of a team to help support the seniors in their goals, their wants, needs, and wishes. And so we bring in other resources that, um that you know of course the seniors agree to but in other words if they need somebody like yourself steve to help them find a community that matches their their circumstances one that can can satisfy what they absolutely need to have that's somebody and you know, we bring you in or if they need an elder law attorney we bring them in you know or at least for, you know give them some names of some uh, elder law attorneys to consider those are examples
1: absolutely and so what you're describing is just really an in-depth uh just effort in getting to know someone and guess what that's going to uh what that's going to produce that's going to produce some tremendous customer service and a and a very valued relationship you're not just selling the house so so for our listeners we're going to continue this conversation and i'll let you know uh how to contact the gamble team right after the break Come back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information about the program and how we can help you and your family, call our toll-free number anytime, one eight hundred three three one six four four five. 331 6445 Again, one eight hundred three three one six four four five. 331 6445 Back to my special guest, Mr. Ryan Gamble with the Gamble team. And look, if this is if this has is catching your attention and you're like, you know what? we didn't know who to call but this really makes sense and we really love uh Ryan and Tanya's approach to this a uh, very in-depth very personal deep relationship they're not just walking in saying hey we want to sell your house uh, if, if this is if this is moving you let me tell you how to contact them super simple it's 913-220-0818 that's the Gamble team Ryan and Tanya Gamble 913 Two two zero zero eight one eight. You can also go online at thegambleteam.com, thegambleteam.com. And by the way, Ryan and Tanya are Harvard trained by Harvard in negotiations. Guess what? I before I met Ryan and Tanya, I don't know of anyone trained by Harvard in negotiations. That's someone I want on my team representing me and helping me you know do the best that I can. So Ryan, that I think that's awesome. <laughs> well well
0: thanks Steve. Um yeah I, I do believe that um the uh coursework we took at Harvard on negotiation and leadership absolutely gives our clients an advantage. And um I think that goes without stating there there are a handful and I'm talking a handful of realtors in the country that have gone through that program yeah. so you know that and you combine the Cship which is certified house senior housing professional mm-hmm. you won't find anybody with the same let's say uh uh grouping of of educational and and development that, that tanya and, and i have gone through
1: and the passion by the way you've both dealt with live this with your own with your own family so well and that's why we're doing it we're doing it i mean we had yeah.
0: we, we dealt with the same gaps and not knowing yeah. what to do yeah and we saw this and figured you know yes we real we sell real estate and that's what we do for a living and we sell real estate whether it's a senior or not um but we feel compa- compassion compassion and a need to fill a void here that is only becoming larger and larger as we yeah. age as a population absolutely, but i, I want to hit again, just you know you know it's like the big question is well why why bring a real estate agent in you know in the upfront of the process? Well, I want to hit on the three roles that that we play the hub the hub is us aden- helping you identify resources that you need to help you achieve your goals. Your goals may be to remain in the home that's fantastic, we're happy for you, that's what we want. We're not making money off of that, but that doesn't matter, we're doing the right thing by you. And so we can bring in the resources or help you identify resources uh, to help you achieve your goals. The other role would be transition management. So you decide, hey, I do want to sell. My goodness, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to get it done. I'm overwhelmed by the whole thought process. Or as a family member, you're like, gosh, I'm working full-time. How do I do all this? Well, we can do the transition management. In other words, what I call project manager, coordinating all the pieces, pulling all the things together to get you from point A to point B with as little stress as possible. And those are two outside-of-the-norm real estate activities.
1: Well, I was just getting ready to ask you, do you get paid extra for all that work? We get paid by selling the house. That and hey, it, we're real estate. And that's agents. my point, and yes. that's my point. So you can either bring in a, a realtor, and they're going to get paid, you know, X dollars for selling your house, okay? Or you can bring in Ryan and Tanya Gamble. They're going to get paid the same X dollars for selling your house, and you get all of this extra support. This is a this is the biggest no brainer of all.
0: Well, I I like to like to think that you're you know, that um, the experience you're going to have working with us is going to be well beyond real estate. And, you know, you step back and look at that, you know, there aren't many uh, many people, I suppose, that are uh, going to come in and, and even have a perspective or an understanding of what you might be going through as, as a senior transitioning or what the family might be going through trying to handle all these challenges that, that occur um, and there are challenges that are solvable if you know where to turn and
1: who to who to get on your side. But, but most most people are not prepared for this. No. we're not trained for this. We hope this day never happens. But now we're thrust right in the center of it.
0: Hey, hey, <laughs> you, you know, know we we have this guide. It's moving mom and dad. The five uh, most common mistakes that um, you make with aging parents, and you know Tanya and I made all five and probably more. <laughs> you know, with with working with our parents yeah. and transitioning. So there's a big void there. So. You know, on the real estate side, okay, well, you know we got all that figured out we're We're competent and do a good job on that. And sure, you, you read all about our our te- client testimonials, but we're coming in, we're looking to see you know three or four major things. We'd identify who the decision maker is and 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 let's let's be real clear on this. There will be paperwork that says who we are able to discuss within the family about the move about the sale and who we're not. Mm-hmm. And so if the senior says, I don't want you to talk to my children, we don't talk to your children. Okay. We're a hundred percent fiduciary. If they say, I want you to talk to this child or that child and not the other, that's what we do. That's okay. what we're responsible to do. Good. But when it comes to the real estate function, we're looking at, okay, what is it that you want out of the transaction? Do you want the most money out of it? In other words, what, you get in as terms of a net in your pocket when it's all done well if that's what you want we have a process to go about to maximize that or do you want least time on the market well that's a desire somebody may want to be on the market very short period of time and also try to maximize a net and that makes sense right um, but that doesn't that doesn't meet everybody's needs. There are plenty of seniors and this is falls a lot on, you know, the least hassle approach. Mm -hmm. I'm already stressed to death. I don't know who's going to, you know, who's going to take all these things. I don't know what to do. You don't want to be hassled with selling. And, and, you know, so the as is transaction,
1: we're very competent in making that happen. See, and that's interesting because I don't, I don't know if everyone really thinks that through. So maximize what I walk out with. Minimize my time on the market or go at the lease hassle. These are three very different approaches.
0: Absolutely. And it's a different tactical approach. Yeah. And those are things we sit down and talk with you about. You make the decision, Mr. or Mrs. Client. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's how we approach it. And so we look at that. And these are the kind of things that we talked about in that session. And we had the case study with uh, Mr. and Mrs. C., uh, which always I think of happy days in Mrs. Cunningham. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. just my age, right? <laughs> right. But, you know, that, that's, you know, in their case, I mean, they, they had specific needs and, and we approached it and, and were able to communicate with them and to get done what they wanted. But I, here's the important thing. Okay. I say this. There should be no surprises. And that's our role and that's our goal. No surprises. We communicate. We're there for emotional support, and let me tell you, that's needed in this process. We're listening, and we communicate. And I use the word communicate twice. That is so very important, communication through the process.
1: Excellent. Call Ryan Gamble today at 913 220 If you need to sell your house and, and, and you want all of this extra tremendous support, Ryan Gamble, 913-220-0818. Ryan, thanks so much uh, for being here. And also, Ryan and Tanya are part of the Keller Williams Realty Partners uh, Network. So, uh, Ryan, thanks for being here today. Thank you, Steve. All right. And to everyone listening, I'm honored you spent part of your day listening to this program. Thank you very much. I'm your host, Steve Keeker, and I wish you grace and peace. May God bless you and your family on this day and always. I'll see you next week right here on Senior Care Live. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch